Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Mornings with Ron. We're so glad to have you with us. You know, we're moving into that time of year when it seems like everything's going at a very fast pace as we try to get ourselves ready for the holidays and spending time with families and friends. It's also an important time to remember there's a lot of people during this time of year who just need a little extra encouragement or a little pick-me-up or a reminder that they're loved, they're cared about. So when you're out and about and you're dealing with those people in the stores or you're dealing with individuals in certain situations that you may be in, just remember that not everyone is feeling the same way about the excitement of the holidays and try to be kind for everyone you meet is fighting their own battle. And it's often it's a battle that we really don't know anything about. So with that, we'll get on with this week's episode with my first message that was titled, We Never Know What They May Be Dealing With. Now, I was thinking about how we go about our day and encounter all kinds of people in many different scenarios and situations. And most people that we run into are friendly and kind, yet there are times we encounter those that don't create the most pleasant of experiences. This happens a lot in the service industries. This happens a lot on customer service calls and as we're dealing with people out in the public. While there's no excuse for being downright rude, when these situations do occur, I try to stop and consider that the person may be going through something in their day that has totally thrown them off and make an attempt to turn their day around. When we were delivering cards by hand in the early days of the Bring Smiles to Seniors program, Linda and I saw this all the time. And one memory that stands out more than others was when Linda and I were visiting a senior community here in Florida. The activities director was walking us around the rooms to deliver cards when she took Linda into the room of a gentleman that was sitting on his sofa. Linda approached the man and said, Hi, sir. How are you doing today? The man looked Linda straight in the eyes and yelled at her, How do you think I'm doing, you A? I'm dying. As you can guess, the immediate thought was to run from the room as quickly as possible. But after wishing him a good day, we stood outside and attempted to compose ourselves and evaluate what had just happened. We quickly came to the realization that we had no idea what this man was going through. Perhaps he was truly dying, and in his attempt to cope with what was inevitable, his only release was to take it out on us to alleviate some of the internal fear that he was experiencing. We happened to be the outlet for that release at that moment, and we knew that it had nothing to do with us. Like this man who was enduring his own internal trauma, we never really know what has happened in anyone's day when we encounter strangers. Their mood at the moment may have been caused by some catastrophic event that happened earlier in the day. It may have been because multiple customers before us had berated them for things they had no control over. It could be because they're having family difficulties from which they can't escape. We've all been there, and that makes it even more important to not respond in kind, but attempt to alter the encounter to attempt to leave it on a more positive note. If we try and find the best in people, even if they're portraying the worst at the moment, we are the ones that sometimes have the ability to turn that person's day around. Engaging and participating in their mire only adds to the risk that our day will be ruined as well. Believe it or not, this message came about from a simple trip to the grocery store during the day, and I titled this message, Humanity Alive and Well. It's amazing sometimes how a simple trip to the grocery store can present you with some of the most interesting situations that, well, just strengthen your faith in humanity, such as what happened to me on one of my visits to Publix a few months ago. As I was getting out of my car, I noticed a very elderly gentleman trying to get into the passenger side of his car. He was obviously very distraught and disoriented and not really sure what to do. 
And as I stood in the distance watching, I noticed a young man walking over to him asking what was wrong. He was patting the man on the back and you could tell he was doing what he could do to calm the man down. He was reassuring him that everything was going to be okay and asked him his name and his wife's name. The man thought for a moment as if he were searching and then finally gave their names. The young man assured him that everything was going to be all right and asked the man to stay right there and he would go and find his wife. He asked him to please not leave the car. He didn't realize that I was watching the gentleman at the same time. Once I knew that the man had settled himself down and was not wandering off, I followed the young man into the store and saw that he was having the wife paged. I could see the gentleman at the car through the front window, and finally the wife came with her cart of groceries and the lady at the counter told her what was happening. Was the young man waiting there for the wife? No, he had gone back outside to stay with the man until his wife arrived to take care of him. And once the man was back safe with her, he departed. We live in Florida where it's not uncommon to see silver alerts all the time. If you're not familiar with them, they're like Amber Alerts, where a senior that may be suffering from Alzheimer's or dementia has gone missing in their vehicle. Who knows if this man had keys to this car or even drove anymore? But it didn't matter as this young man was there to ensure that nothing unfortunate happened. He was on a routine visit to a grocery store and saw a situation that needed addressing that he simply addressed. Often we encounter situations where we simply don't see them as our problem and just walk by and ignore what is happening. We leave them for someone else to take care of. This young man chose not to do that. He did what his heart was telling him to do and then exemplified the very best of humanity. 1962-? When you look at those numbers, you see that in the middle of them is a dash. And what might look like a simple dash in the series of numbers is in reality one of the most important parts of our life. The first set of numbers represents the year that we were born, and the latter is, of course, the year of our passing. It's all those years that are in between that make that little dash so powerful. We were all born with the ability to achieve greatness. Some of our lives will be affected by our surroundings, upbringing, often the hand we are dealt, and ultimately our will. In reality, what that dash represents is the life that we carve out for ourselves, the things that we do during that period and the ability that we have to change our little part of the world. I've talked before about people who go on to achieve greatness, yet the reality is that greatness is in the eye of the beholder. Being famous doesn't make you great. Being a movie star doesn't make you great. Being a major league athlete doesn't even make you great. What makes you great is your ability to have an impact on the world that you live in and to make people's lives a little better. People aren't great because they are rich and as a result control the world. People aren't great because they have 2 million YouTube followers that revel in their ability to be a narcissist. People aren't even great because they can say stupid things on YouTube or Twitter and get millions of people to tune in. It's what they do with their success and newfound wealth that ultimately determines how great they really are. It's always been amazing to me that the people with the most compassion for others are the ones that seem to be the least interesting to people. They struggle to build their social connections one person at a time, when more connections would ultimately increase the ability to do more good. Yet silliness and ridiculousness can immediately get you tons of followers. Now, I don't discount or begrudge an individual's ability to be successful in these endeavors, nor people's need to escape from the reality of what's going on in the world around them. Some of these people do really good things with their success. But like all of us, once they get to the end of their life, they too will be measured by their dash, 
and the impact they had on being able to leave the world a little better off than they found it. Focus on your dash today and always remember that that dash will be the legacy that you leave behind. Do you ever had those people come into your life that you know that they just belong there? They were meant to be a part of your life and they've been a part of your life even when you didn't even know them. And I titled this message, They Are Here for a Reason. You'll often hear me say that there are people that are brought into your life not by chance, but because they were supposed to be there and just at the time it was meant to be. Today I want to tell you about my friend Linda. You've heard her name before many times because she's the person that's been with me since the beginning of the Bring Smiles to Seniors program. When I asked her to go on this journey with me, she responded with a resounding yes and we set off to change the senior world a little bit at a time. Linda and my story starts back when we were both living in New Jersey. I was building a new home in the Lake Hopakong area, and Linda and her husband had originally picked another property within the development to build their home. However, they would eventually change their mind and build on the lot next to ours. One day, we happened to be checking on our construction when two cars pulled up in front of our house. Out stepped Linda, her husband, daughter, Linda's mother, father, and her grandmother that we soon learned would all be living in the house next door. We had no idea what we were in for, but we knew in talking with them that we may have just hit the jackpot. Over the first few years, we did all the neighborly things that we were supposed to do. We attended block parties together. I'd sit with Linda's husband, Joe, having a cigar on his back patio. When I broke my arm, it was Joe who drove me to the hospital. Linda's mom would come over and visit our cat, Moochie, through the front screen of the house. While cordial and friendly, as neighbors should be, that was about as far as things went until some very trying times came. Within the course of a couple of years, Linda lost her best friend unexpectedly, her father, her mother, her grandmother, and then her husband to cancer, all by the age of 47. It was through all of this that I began to see the power of this amazing woman. She pulled herself together to care for her daughter, made the decision for a fresh start, and moved to Florida and dealt with the loss the best that she could to ensure that she and her daughter's life continued. Was it easy? And of course it wasn't. Yet the inner strength of this woman and the connection we made working through all these passings created a bond between the two of us and ensured that we would be friends, no family, for a lifetime. A year after Linda, I wound up moving back to Tampa and found ourselves living houses apart in the same development. Do you believe from one second that all of that happened by chance? Of course it didn't. As I dealt with the death of my grandmother, she was there for me and the culmination of all this grief between us was the catalyst for Bring Smiles to Seniors being born. Out of the ashes rose the phoenix that lives on to bring smiles to so many across the country in need. For 10 years, I watched my friend focus on ensuring that what was left of her family was taken care of as she worked to become a new person herself. Now she's opening herself once again to the world and moving on to a new life and making life her own. I admire and love her for who she is and what she has meant to me and know that without a shadow of a doubt, she will always be family and will always be there. We should all have someone like that. I'm sure that you too have people in your life that have touched you in one way or another. When we think we have it tough, there are always those that have it a little bit tougher. We watch them and learn as we navigate our own life path. It's always important to validate the part that they played in shaping our lives and future. So today I celebrate my friend Linda and her amazing future. You know, we all have those things in life that we find that bring us great enjoyment. And mine was certainly as a result of uh, my friend Barney introducing me to the 
amazing game of Mahjong. I titled this last message, My Happy Corner of the World. Many of you are aware that I am passionate about the game of Mahjong, not the Chinese version, but the American version that's played mostly by women all over the country. It's a game that's becoming more mainstream with the likes of Sarah Jessica Parker and Julia Roberts playing it. However, many people aren't aware that it's a game that's often handed down from generation to generation as grandmothers teach mothers and mothers teach daughters. Those of us who are lucky enough to find ourselves a part of this world suddenly realize that we are a part of something truly magical. Recently, I had the pleasure of spending three days in Las Vegas at the Mahjong World Championships that were put on by Destination Mahjong. And the tournament directors, Cheryl and Fern, chose Bring Smiles to Seniors as their designated charity for this event, as they have in the past. At this particular event, there were 200 individuals playing a game that they love and admire. And as I sold tickets for the charity raffle, I got to talk to people and hear their personal stories that inspired me, lifted me up, and warmed my heart. The collective compassion that can be found in a room of people there for a common purpose is truly astounding especially in the competitive environment of a tournament. But the most amazing thing to me is the acceptance of men in what has traditionally become a woman's world. Many women have regular groups that they have been part of for many years. Yet rather than act as if we are infiltrating their world, they greet us with open arms, support us in our charity work, root us on in competition, and are there to celebrate with us when we are successful. They don't see gender, they see the person, and often they become more than just friends. They become family. There are times when we find that little piece of life that makes us smile, laugh, cry, and complete. And that's what the Mahjong world has become for me. A place where I can escape the mire of the outside world and for those few moments be a part of something wonderful and fun. My hope for you today is that you too have found that little part of your world where for that moment in time, you know you're exactly where you are supposed to be. And that's it. That's this week's episode of Mornings with Ron. We're coming up on the Thanksgiving holiday. I wish you and your families the most wonderful Thanksgiving ever. Remember to take time out to recognize what you are thankful for this year. So many of life's blessings are bestowed on us regularly that we sometimes just take for granted. And it's important that we recognize them and appreciate them for the gifts that they are. So as we go into this holiday season, I hope that you enjoy every single moment of it. It's the best holiday season ever. And as you're out in this world of ours, out about doing your shopping and all the things that you do on a daily basis, always remember when you encounter people to be the reason that someone smiles. <music>